0: Whoa, Brando! Like, we have a new show now. Yeah, Nate, it's crazy where our journeys have taken us. Yeah, life is crazy, but, uh, what exactly are we going to talk about? Comics? Taken. Wrestling? Taken. Video games? That too. Uh, Politics? Too boring. Shoot. Doctor Who! Too British. Yeah, fine. What if we just riff and tell stories about our life experience? That's just crazy enough to work. How does, uh, every other Friday sound to you? Dude, I'm down. Guys, check out our new show, The OGs, only on the Journey to Comics Network. What on earth is that? and gentlemen welcome back this is episode 65 of poor 360 as always i am your host andrew thank you for joining me here on a very wet tuesday now if uh if you're from the midwest or really anywhere it seems like over this past weekend was just craziness in terms of storms and wetness and all of that so that was fun but actually for a good portion of last week i was actually in denver i was uh, i was sent cross-country for work at least across the midwest because been... yeah i was I, w- I was sent to denver um to do some work-related activities so i got to experience what it's like to travel during this whole coronavirus covid19 um lockdown so, I thought this episode I would kind of share my experience of that and I'd tell you what I liked, what I didn't like, and um, what we can probably expect or what you can expect as you travel anytime between now and then because flights are still, despite um, stay at home orders and safer home orders, are still very much happening. Uh, and as someone from the Midwest, I predominantly fly out of O'Hare Airport. Uh, I prefer that to Midway. I don't. I've never flown through Midway, but Midway is kind of downtown, and O'Hare just works better in terms of my commute from home. So, um typically when I travel for work, I usually leave so that I arrive at the um parking. I do like a long-term park because I get a shuttle to the airport. um I usually try to get to that point two hours early. So, um, I had a what time was my flight? Say I had like a. 245 three something flight uh, last week on Tuesday so I left my double-time. I left around like noon um, got to the air, got to the shuttle about uh, 1230 1245 um, pretty straightforward there wasn't a ton of cars in the parking lot um, it's like a big parking garage so there's like four levels I always park on the roof because it's a little bit cheaper and I mean wasn't expecting major elements like snow or hail or anything to come down so um did that um took my shuttle i'm taking this uh shuttle which is pre-flight um countless times now and um typically they are running shuttles every 15-20 minutes um due to their lack of people traveling they've kind of cut that back so now it's um kind of by request so so I the shuttles there. I, I rode the shuttle there by myself, which was interesting. But um, And then they gave me a card that says, like, when you get back, call us. We'll come pick you up from the, the shuttle pickup point at O'Hare. So that was fine. So took that in. Took it straight to um, my departure gate, which was American. Uh, and then I went through, checked my bag like I normally do, and then went to the TSA line. Uh, and obviously, I should tell you all this. I had a mask on between when I arrived at the parking place until now. So I checked my bag, and then I went to the the TSA line and went through that. Um, went to the the counter. Typically, like you show me your boarding pass, and your ID. They take a look at you. If they anything, I still had my mask on. They didn't have me take it down. They just looked at it, looked at me, looked at my ID. Checked my thing, handed it back to me, and sent me on my way. So, I did have to put my mask on, which I thought was a little concerning. Uh, the fact that yeah, a mask can really cover a lot of your features. So, who would say I was really me traveling. So, it's interesting. And I think for some people, they did. I think if you have a more, maybe just because my mask um, that I took traveling, so I got like a bunch of like uh, cloth disposable masks. Um, well, I ended up was just washing them, but there's cloth masks. They were a little bit tighter on my face, but I think it's enough of my face shape and features to make a valid assumption that it, I am who I say I was. So um, so I dropped my bag off. Um oh, I didn't drop my bag. So I did that all for um, a checked bag, and then I put my stuff through the, the scanner, scanned myself, and got through all of that in between when I arrived at the airport until getting through TSA, was about 15, maybe 20 minutes at the most. So night and day different than it was before just because there's not many people flying and for being like a weekday afternoon flight those um tend to be hit or miss uh in terms of like busyness so got to that um checked the, the board that like i usually do just to make sure between when i arrived in um when i got through security just to see if my gate has changed because i've been burned by that i go walk all the way to one end to my where my gate says on my on my boarding pass and it's like oh nope it actually was the gate that was right by where you checked in so I'm like so check that and actually the interesting thing was on typically when you go through the airport there's that big board that tells you all the departure and arrival flights for the day or at least currently until they kind of fade off after they happened and it's very weird I've never seen it that empty so it's multiple screens and it was really broken down into about eight um, departing flights and about eight or nine arriving flights. Otherwise, the board was blank. And it you've ever seen it that crazy, uh, or that empty, I should say. Um, So I thought that was kind of interesting. And I know it realizes just because less people are flying, they've kind of condensed the amount of flights and just rather than having a bunch of half-empty planes out there, one with like six people, they want to run less planes just to save them some money. So I um, kind of made venture my way towards, the, towards my gate. And like a lot of the shops, typically you see the airport, like there's like that Brooks Brothers, which is like men's dress clothes, the like the, the bookstores, like the Hudson News are seen. And a lot of those stuff was closed. Um, a lot of the little like mini mart ones were kind of open or at least had some selection. So you can get like your bottle of water, snack, or whatever and one thing I was kind of informed was that they aren't doing drink service or snack service on the plane. Um, they're just not sending someone down to hand you things and just just for safety and the fact that it limits spread. So I went ahead and I grabbed, like, a, a big bottle of water and a pop and a, a snack, I think, and threw it in my bag. And then when I got on the plane, um, there wasn't a ton of people, but... Um, more than I was uh, kind of anticipating for like a weekday afternoon flight. But still, probably um, well less than half the plane, um, maybe a quarter at most. Um, oh, here in general, I think it was like 10% of what I've normally seen there on any a day of the week when I've traveled. So, um, as we're boarding, though, they uh, hand us a white paper bag, which I thought was kind of interesting. I didn't know what it was for. I thought, oh, maybe it's like. Um, additional mask or maybe some like wipes or whatever so it actually was just a bottle of water and a bag of these like parmesan crisps which was like their pretzel alternative um so that's nice at least they were still giving you something to come in and it was in a bag that they had hand to you, you grabbed yourself on your way down so it limited your contact and um i was preemptive when i went to the flight so i have um i had a bunch of like lysol wipes that i had in a Ziploc bag in my carry on I was wearing, like, long kitchen gloves, so big uh, forearm-length uh, black gloves, um, and then I had my mask, so as I got on, you know, you, um, I sat down, I wiped the, like, the seat, the tray, the, um, these were all newer planes, which, um, all the flights actually took while I was traveling were newer planes, so it had, like, little like that little cell phone hold and they all had the powered, um seat so they had like the outlet in both the at the ground and then the USB at the headrest or back of the headrest so that was kind of nice but so I kind of wiped all that down got myself um, situated um um, beyond just doing some work things I ended up watching the rest of the Mandalorian over my trip so that was kind of nice and listen to like podcasts and audiobooks and stuff too just something to fill the void um but the nice thing was that when I was kind of going to my seat, I kind of jumped over that. Was that uh, there was a lady about halfway on the plane that was said, um, "What's your seat number?" She looked at that. She looked at this at her like tablet that she had. So okay, I'm gonna actually have you sit here. So she ended up moving me up like three rows, and I had a uh, three rows. Then I had the I had an aisle originally, and then she put me at the window. And I was like, okay, it's fine. It's um, I can live with uh, a win- uh, a window seat as long as they don't like cram other people in there with me. And then, um, and then no one else came and joined me in the row, so I had that whole row to myself. And actually, the row across from me as well was also empty. As there were people coming in, if they weren't in like a group, if they're individual, they were kind of spreading us all out. So there'll be two people in this row, but they're together. That makes sense. And then the next row, I only have one person, and kind of they kind of split people up into their groups that came in and kind of spread everyone out across the plane. So I think that was really smart. I was really uh, impressed by O'Hare for doing that. So that's, um... And the rest of the flight was pretty much as usual. Just no drink service. Could still, um... It's kind of a pain to have a mask on the whole time you're... Uh, you're in the air. Um, so it's not just, like, go to the bathroom. Just, like, um... Obviously go to the bathroom, take your mask off, wash your hands, kind of pat your face down just so you kind of get some fresh air. And then kind of went back and... first light. So my first light was a connection, so I actually flew through Dallas. And Texas is a lot more open than uh illinois is right now so and for one it was very hot uh when i got in so got in i had a really short connection so i kind of had to rush to the shuttle to get onto the next flight so in dallas is like a giant airport the large tram system that goes all the way around so um i had to ride that basically almost from one end to the other because either i missed the fact that there's a shuttle that goes the opposite direction Or they just make you go in a large loop to get to your gate, um, or your terminal. So, rolled it all the way around, and then kind of had to rush to my flight. I had about, um, like, 15, 20 minutes to spare. So, um, went to the restroom. Um, there was nothing really open, so I went to, like, a TGI Fridays to go, which is essentially, like, hot and cold sandwiches, and then they had, like, various pop and alcohol. So, um... I grabbed, I think, another bottle of water or another soda of some sort, and I grabbed a, a Coors Light, and then I grabbed a uh, like a chicken Caesar wrap. So I grabbed that, um, got it in the bag, took it onto the plane with me. This flight um, was more crowded. It um, it was probably probably two thirds, like a, somewhere between a half and two thirds full. So uh, a lot more crowded than my than my previous flight. Um, I wasn't as lucky, I still had an aisle seat, which is what I prefer to fly, just so I have that little extra leg room, Um there was a guy in the window, and there was no one in between us, so that was nice, I still, um, I ended up losing the gloves, just it was too much of a handful, I was sweating in the gloves, because they're just that rubber, um, so I ended up just choosing just to sanitize a lot, and then wiping everything down like I was planning to, uh, and then I um, ate my food, so it was nice to actually kind of have a beer on the plane, kind of helped calm the nerves and just make the rest of the flight go a little bit faster. Um, then once I ride into Denver, um, Denver's also um, under major construction right now. Um, I think they're planning a minor renovation, but because everything that's going on, there's a lot less people traveling. They decided to, oh, might as well, while business is slow, let's just knock all this out at once. So basically half the airport is in disarray or covered up or closed off. So a lot of construction going on, but I was able to get my stuff, get to baggage claim, get to, uh, the rental car shuttle. Um, I've, I do enterprises so with my company works with and what I use usually when I travel personally. Um, so I had to put my mask back on for all of that. Um, I, I guess I really had the, didn't take it off. so I had it on basically from when I got off the plane until I got through, um, the enterprise line so i got there um they did the usual routine that one really had much change when i went out to pick up the car i think because of less uh people traveling the less cars available so i ended up being upgraded from my like compact car or regular small car that i usually get when i travel they actually upgraded me to a chevy traverse which is another you know, that big suv with the three rows so a lot more vehicle but I'm not going to argue with free upgrade. got a big gas tank, so I don't need to fill up as much. Because I have to go inland from Denver to Golden, which is where my um, company's other office is. So, um, so it was nice to have that. But soon I, soon I got in the rental car, I um, wiped everything down with the wipes I had, took my mask and my gloves off, sanitized myself, and then kind of got on. Um, Denver is, or Colorado in general, is a little bit more open. Um it's still mass everywhere, but a lot of non-essential businesses are at least um, kind of open, so you can go in places there. Like, they were able to get a... If I really wanted to, I could got a haircut, but it's kind of low on my priority list. But basically just wanted to... It was already late. I've been traveling all day, so I just wanted to kind of get to the hotel and kind of get something to eat and go to bed. So basically that was kind of my initial jaunt in. Um, and I, last time I was in Denver, it was probably three years ago or so two and a half to three years ago it was like um kind of winter of 2017 I think was when I was going there a bunch so I did all of that and let me see um but yeah but since I I was there last they've done a lot more development because a lot of people are flocking to Colorado and the Denver area because of uh, the cannabis industry for one and just because um it's just more of an attractive place for young people but because of all this business and a lot of flock in there the cost of living has gone up which has made it more difficult for like young people to actually live there so they've built a lot of like apartment buildings uh condo developments all of this and a lot of the empty land that was i saw previously are now developed into retail shopping housing all of that so it's Definitely, they're using all of the land they have that doesn't affect necessarily their skyline, which is still nice to see to see these nice mountains. But last time I was there it was the fall. This year it's kind of the the spring to summer, so a lot more green. uh Not nearly as like dry and um just kind of awful. Because when you're there in the winter, it's just it's, they call it the high desert, so it, it'll you'll feel really dry. You'll get lips get chapped. You'll just feel like you need to drink like bottles and bottles of water, but. This time was not as different. It was actually probably one of the wetter times at least from a friend that was there told me is that I must have brought the rain with me because it's the most rain they've had in a while. Um, And it was still minor. Like, it would rain for a minute and then it would just evaporate, basically. It's kind of like Vegas. That's just probably because it's still kind of dry there all the time because of the elevation and the the general environment. But um, kind of biz usual, because there's still no dine-in at the restaurants, it was still all carry-out, and because I'm not... I just have to take it all back to the hotel. So it's, it was a lot of carry out or eating in my car, and it it, it was fine. And then, kind of, each I was in the office, I had to wear a mask. And because I was kind of on a factory floor, an assembly floor, I had to wear um, safety glasses, my mask, steel toed boots, all of that. So it was just a lot of PPE, but kind of it comes with the territory. Um, and the, the rest of the trip went well. Um, at the hotel, I kind of went through because they weren't doing regular cleaning service. They clean the room for you and then they don't really come back unless you need them to clean something or drop off towels or all that. They're just trying to minimize uh, employee contact with the customers now. So, so some of the hotel was done and they kind of got rid of their like continental breakfast or their hot breakfast because obviously a lot of stuff you'd be touching and it just uh, kind of cut down on that. So, it was like a kind of like a coffee bar with like those prepackaged, like, oh, you can get, um, like a mu- like a prepackaged muffin or granola bar or whatever. They do oatmeal too, which is interesting. But I'm never an oatmeal person either. So um, but yeah. But like when I got to the hotel, I kind of sanitized everything there as well, from like the shower, the sink, the TV remote, the phone, um, furniture, and all that stuff, just to kind of help all that out. I'm sure I didn't hit everything, but wouldn't mind making it as clean as I could for at least the few days I was going to stay there. That's kind of, like, the nature of this town. You're just, like, you never know how well they clean things. Like, I know they're not really cleaning down the remote, so definitely want to hit that with some Lysol wipes, so. Yeah, the the rest of the trip, like I said, kind of went smooth. I was able to get everything I wanted to accomplish. Forgot my laptop charger, so that was kind of a pain, but luckily they had a spare I could use while I was there. So that helped. And then, yeah, really, um, not too much to report. I didn't do a ton of sightseeing, so obviously you can't really go anywhere, so I kind of would maybe take a more roundabout drive back just to kind of see more of the scenery, but there's was a lot of just to work to the hotel, to a restaurant on the way, and that was kind of it. Because at least the nice thing, like, when you travel, is, like, oh, you can go... You're going to eat by yourself. You at least go to a decent restaurant, get yourself a drink, have a nice meal, but because, obviously, you're not going to be able to get really good alcohol carry out, I'm not going to go to a bar, or, a, like, a liquor store for the hotel. I thought about it, but just never really made sense to do, so... Uh, got through um, kind of the rest of that work trip. And then my return trip was a direct flight through Denver, um, which is a whole other thing because, like, Dallas-Denver is a lot more open and Colorado kind of as a whole. So a lot more people were traveling. So And because they're working on the Denver airport, it's already it basically made half of the airport unaccessible. So the other half was pretty much full. So restaurants that were open were all kind of um kind of packed the uh the seating around the terminal and the gates were all pretty full i tried to make sure there was at least one seat between me and the next person while i was waiting i had to grab like a mcdonald's just to get um some lunch before my flight and it's a whole messed up thing because uh if you need to go through denver you know it's kind of like Two giant TSA screening areas. There's like one on one side, one on the other. Well, one of those was at a commission, and the other one's kind of on a pain. So when I flew back to America, and I had to check in on one end of the airport and then walk all the way to the other to do that security. But because some weird navigational things they had set up, I ended up having to go like walk a pretty good ways and then go through a different uh, TSA security area that I haven't gone through before. That was kind of like by the, like the employee offices, which was kind of weird, but. And then I kind of walked over like a tramway into an elevator that got me kind of where I needed to go, but it was very weird because I normally take that little you go to normal CSN you go down and then you take the little um, yeah you know, little like train tram thing um, train tram things I just realized I said that wrong kind of take that to where uh, your gate is but kind of had to take an elevator and then kind of hoof it from where I was so that was exhausting and then the plane was packed I was in three rows full, um... Like was, my row was two people smaller than me, and the guy, there was a guy and the girl next to me, and the guy, at least, was like the same mindset as me, he had his own wipes, so we wiped on all of our stuff. Um, the lady that came on that sat between us, um, didn't do any of that. I thought about offering to her, but I thought it would be kind of weird, so just let it be. It's her germs, not really mine. My stuff was all wiped down, I'm not gonna be touching any of her stuff, so... Go through that, I, um... They gave us like the white bag this time. Instead of having like in like a box, they passed out or let you pick up as you came on. They were already on our seat. Um, same story. Pretzels and a bottle of water. But because I figured it wasn't already, I had the drinks loaded up for the return trip anyway. So, But it was fine. It was just a very full flight. Um, like, surprisingly full. It was... I think there was maybe a handful of seats that didn't have a middle row person. But everything else was as full as can be. And that was kind of shocking. I thought that they were... I know some airlines talked about, like, they eliminated the middle row as a seat you could take. And I kind of thought, based on my experience going through Chicago, that, oh, maybe they're just doing it this way. They've, like, halved their capacity on what they're allowing on their planes. And they're just spreading people out, letting them pick in general, and then moving around when they get there. But uh, that seemed to be the case. It was just kind of an off-date O'Hare. At least O'Hare is being more strict about it. Or because O'Hare is more locked down... It's just kind of a coincidence that it uh, kind of worked out that way. Um, but yeah otherwise it took the the flight back was pretty smooth. Um, when I arrived back at O'Hare it was on a Friday because I flew Tuesday through Friday. So O'Hare was a little bit busier on the Friday but still probably 25% of its normal capacity on a Friday. so uh, less. Um, so I had to go through get my bag. Call the pre-flight shuttle, kind of get back and kind of return to my life. And that was really it. So it was kind of surprising um, how the different states were treating this whole lockdown because a little bit of time I was in Dallas and a little bit of time... Well, a decent amount of time I was in Denver. It was interesting to see um, how people were treating it differently. And my, during my travels in Denver, I got to hear people um, complaining about having to wear a mask and thinking this is all just a big... Um, Uh, like, uh, a big scheme, a big, like, they were just, like, it was all a big conspiracy, what's going on, that there wasn't really a virus, and they're just doing this to see if they can control us, and, yeah, it was very, but this is the same state um, that had people protesting at the courthouse just a couple weeks ago, and you saw the nurses in masks uh, kind of doing, like, a standing silent thing to try and encourage people to stay home, and, yeah, just a, a big ordeal and but I got through it, I survived, I've been back since Friday so I'm three days uh, back home no symptoms no weirdness no uh, hard of breathing, no loss of smell no um, headache or more flu-like symptoms no fever I had to lose check my temperature the other day before um uh, we did anything just because we had um, it was uh, my mother-in-law's birthday um, over the weekend, so wanted to make sure I was um, didn't have any fever or anything and I had to wear a mask the whole time, so do what you can, gotta be responsible for others, and yeah, and I actually um, well, I was kind of thinking about PB and stuff because I, I pretty much included my whole thing about travel I saw some an argument that even though I don't necessarily agree with it, I do see the logic behind it. So basically, um, someone shared a post on Facebook about um, about the whole reason you wear a mask. It's like, um, I wear it... Um, oh, I gotta find the that post. Because I want to make sure I do the text right, because i got to go to facebook and find that person's profile so that person always posts certain kinds of posts and for the most part i just like roll my eyes at them but this one i'm like you know it kind of makes sense i may disagree with it but i can i can really see the logic behind it so um here it is so the the statement is you should wear a mask to protect yourself and others even though you may not need it which yeah that's kind of the whole reason why masks. you you don't think you have the virus, but you do, you don't want to make sure you spread it, and that should be everyone's mindset regarding you. And then the, the follow-up comment is, is the same concept as having a firearm, which is, you have it to protect yourself and others, and you hope you're not going to need it. Alright. So, my feelings on guns aside, I do see the logic in that sense. There is some kind of cross-reconcy there is that, for some people, it's a security... Like, having a gun is like a security blanket to you. You don't plan to use it, but you like how it feels when you have it on you, and it just kind of makes you feel more comfortable out and about in public. So I, I get the I get the argument there. I get the logic behind it. I disagree with it, but I think it was the most of all the crazy post sites I think this that's the one that at least seemed relatively sane. But um, let's see anything else eventful happen from my trip? I tried uh, like pho or pho, you know, like the. Um, I think it's a Vietnamese dish. I'm, I'm, I'm very uncultured when it comes to that. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's a Vietnamese soup with rice noodles. And I've not done a whole lot with rice noodles, but I actually had it. It had a bunch of different meats in it. It was actually really good. Um, I don't have a repeat meal, but for not sure what I was going to get out of it, it had like um, zucchini and all that. And it was almost kind of stir fryish soupish it was it was it was very enjoyable and um but yeah not not a not a bad meal to try when you're kind of in another area but i really don't have too much else to add Be, really this whole trip took up my week and i know there's been a lot of shenanigans i know two former presidents and the current president kind of had a little tiff like they didn't really i know bush and obama didn't like attack the president directly, but the current president, Trump, took offense to the statements, basically. Bush and Obama were calling for, like, togetherness and you and just caring for one another, and then Trump took that as, like, a personal attack and saying, like, he's not doing a good job or whatever. I don't know. I missed all of that. I was kind of... Even though there I, there was news on it at, like the airport and like half of what I found in the hotel, um, just kind of kind of just a pain. I just wanted to kind of avoid it um while I was away just because there's not really much else I can do about that. But really that was it. It was um you know I didn't really want to go on the trip, it went fairly smoothly. I know they kind of want to send me back out there again in a few weeks. We'll see if that happens. It kind of all depends on what I've going on, but um precautionary um a lot of the guys in my office have returned to work in the past week once we were actually allowed to, but Because I traveled, I am choosing to kind of social distance, self-quarantine, kind of stay, um, out of the way a little bit, at least for the rest of May, just to make sure I don't have any symptoms. Because, you know, it can take, um, anywhere from three days to a couple weeks for you to show any symptoms. So, just for the safety of myself and others, I'm kind of trying to avoid that. And I'm not necessarily ready to go back into the office, either, if I'm being totally honest. So, um... Yeah, so that'll kind of do it for this week. Um, we'll see if next week's episode, if I am, um, if I am back in the office because that will be um, beginning of June uh, when I return. We'll kind of see what else is going on there, but I think for that will do it for episode sixty-five of Poor Three Sixty. We are getting ever so close to um, to one hundred. I know we're um, still probably another almost a year away, but. We're we're chugging along and um yeah it won't be long before we uh we kinda get to that point. But we're moving and I don't know if um we'll pick up maybe go back to weekly um later in the summer or if maybe as this quarantine carries on, maybe I'll drop intermediate specials or maybe adulting and easy will come back. It's all kinda fluid right now, but we'll kinda do what we can and uh kind of see where we uh, get on the other side of this. But Stay safe, um, stay happy, stay healthy. Try and just, uh, we'll get through all this together, but that does it for Poor360 for this week. I've been Andrew Poor, and you guys have a great week.